Hey guys, welcome back to the Live Podcast with me, your host, Rachel Melema. I hope you're all having a great day or night wherever you are. And I'm looking forward to today's episode because all of the stuff that's mentioned in the title comes up a lot in my personal life whenever I talk one-on-one with people about my faith. And a lot of people have the wrong assumptions about the Christian faith, and I wanted to take this opportunity to set some things straight. I just want to say ahead of time that I'm not using this episode to beat up on anyone or anyone's beliefs. I'm just trying to set the record straight on what exactly is the Christian faith. And I really hope that you enjoy this episode, and I hope that it answers some questions that maybe you yourself have. So let's get right into it. First of all, I don't want to sound like a jerk or anything, but I don't really like calling the Christian faith a religion. I prefer calling it a relationship, and I know that sounds really cringy to some people, but I just want to get it out of the way. The definition of a religion is a belief in God or gods to be worshipped, usually expressed in conduct and ritual. Or it could also mean any specific system of belief, worship, or etc., often involving a code of ethics. A lot of people get religion and spirituality mixed up. Now, spirituality, uh, it's kind of like when you ask people if they're religious and they, they reply with, I'm spiritual but not religious, or something along those lines. Spirituality is more like being open to all sorts of supernatural and spiritual forces in the world, but they reject the idea of God as a defined by any religion or religious text such as the Bible. They're the kind of people who talk about a higher power or the universe, but it's not exactly a personal thing. And I'll talk about this more later, but to simply put it, a religion is a set of beliefs and rituals that claim to get a person in a right relationship with God, and spirituality is a focus on spiritual things and the spiritual world instead of physical or earthly things. So I just wanted to separate those two right now. Religion is one thing and spirituality is another. One of the most common misconceptions I've heard about Christianity is that it's like any other religion, like Islam, Judaism, Hinduism, etc. I once went to a friend's birthday party and her stepdad announced when we arrived, the Mormons are here. (laughs) And uh, I'm not a Mormon at all. I'm a Christian. And to so many people, Christianity is nothing more than a set of rules and rituals that a person has to observe in order to go to heaven after death. But that's just not true. True Christianity isn't a religion. Like I said, it's about having the right relationship with God by receiving Jesus Christ as our Savior by grace through faith. And I guess, yeah, we do have some rituals, what you would call rituals, like baptism or communion. And I guess, yeah, we do do follow rules like don't murder people and to love one another. But those things are not the essence of Christianity. These things are a result of salvation, and we receive salvation through Jesus Christ. We get baptized because it's a public declaration of our faith, and we take communion to remember what Jesus did for us on the cross, his sacrifice. We do things and don't do other things out of love and gratitude for God and what he's done. In the same way that there's misconceptions about Christianity, there's also misconceptions about spirituality, because a lot of people think that they're the same thing. But For example, what I'm talking about, meditating in particular positions, communing with nature like the sun or rocks or trees, or seeking to talk with the spirit world and things like that. And these things may seem spiritual, but in a Christian sense, it's a false spirituality. Real spirituality is having the Holy Spirit of God inside you. And this is a result of receiving salvation through Jesus Christ. 
True spirituality is the fruit that the Holy Spirit produces in a person's life. You can read about it in Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 to 23, and they are this. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. I suppose you can say that real Christian spirituality is about becoming more and more like God, who is spirit, and having our character conform to his image. Ephesians chapter 4 verses 21 to 24 says, Since you have heard about Jesus and have learned the truth that comes from him, throw off your old sinful nature and your former way of life, which is corrupted by lust and deception. Instead, let the Spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes. Put on your new nature, created to be like God, truly righteous and holy. But just to be clear, I personally don't like using the term spirituality when I'm talking about my Christian faith, mostly because it's just used so often in relation with the New Age stuff and witchcraft and the other things like that, and it just makes me uncomfortable now to use the term. But for the sake of this episode and in the sake of using it in a Christian way, I guess being truly spiritual means desiring and seeking change in our inner selves, in our, in our soul or spirit. It requires retraining of our minds to stay focused on what the Holy Spirit desires. And that's in Romans chapter 8, verses 5 to 9. And it says this, People who are ruled by their desires think only of themselves. Everyone who is ruled by the Holy Spirit thinks about spiritual things. If our minds are ruled by our desires, we will die. But if our minds are ruled by the Spirit, we will have life and peace. Our desires fight against God because they do not and cannot obey God's laws. If we follow our desires, we cannot please God. You are no longer ruled by your desires, but God's Spirit, who lives in you. People who don't have the Spirit of Christ in them do not belong to God. So for the Christian faith, it's impossible to cultivate a real spirituality by our own works, energy, or strength. Only by the power of the Holy Spirit can we really spiritually grow and starve our sinful fleshly desires and nourish the spiritual aspects of our being. And our spiritual lives develop and grow through a daily fellowship with God the Father, God the Son, which is Jesus Christ, and God the Spirit, which is the Holy Spirit. And that is called the Trinity. We spend time in prayer, reading God's Word, and memorizing and meditating upon its truths. These are all things that are part of a nurturing relationship with God. The more we know Him, the more that we can become like Him, and to be like Jesus Christ is what it really means to be truly spiritual. Another thing that I hear people ask is if Christianity is a cult, and the short answer is no, it's not. A cult is defined as an unorthodox sect whose members distort the original doctrines of the religion. So, in a Christian context, the definition of a cult would be a religious group that denies one or more of the fundamentals of biblical truth. A cult is a group that teaches doctrines that, if believed, will cause a person to remain unsaved. A cult will claim to be part of a religion, but it denies the essential truths of that religion. Common teachings of some of those Christian cults are that Jesus was not God and that salvation is not done by faith alone. Denying that Jesus isn't God is denying that his death isn't enough to pay for our sins and denying that salvation by faith alone results in teaching that salvation isn't only achieved by our own efforts. And this is where people get Christianity, Jehovah's Witnesses and Mormons all mixed up which would explain why when my friend's stepdad called me a Mormon and why I'd get upset. (laughs) Jehovah's Witnesses and Mormons claim to be Christian, but they're not. They both deny the deity of Jesus and by salvation alone. 
They believe that they hold the truth, but they don't, and they're not a Christian faith. I want to emphasize that. Jehovah's Witnesses believe that Jesus is Michael the Archangel, the highest created being, which contradicts the Bible, which clearly says that Jesus is God. They believe that salvation is a combination of faith, good works, and obedience, which contradicts the Bible, which says that salvation is achieved by grace through faith. So they reject the Trinity and so many more things. But the bottom line is Jehovah's Witnesses and Mormonism both contradict, modify, and expand on the Bible in their own way. So that you could be more informed and not led astray, I would suggest researching the differences between the faiths for yourself because I don't want it to come across like I'm trying to beat up on these faiths. I'm just trying to educate you so that you know the differences and that so you don't make the same mistake that my friend's stepdad did. Websites like gotquestions.org are really helpful, as well as books like Understanding the Faith by Jeff Myers and Counterfeits of Christianity by Bodie Hodge, The Kingdom of the Cults by Walter Martin, Jesus Amongst Other Gods by Ravi Zacharias, or my personal favorite uh, mini book series, it's called The Great Conversations by Ravi Zacharias. I like the Great Conversation series because Ravi compares the difference between religions in an easy to understand way. And he compares uh, like Jesus and Hinduism, Jesus and Hitler, Jesus and Buddhism, etc. They're really, really small books. Definitely go check them out. You can probably finish one book in like two hours maximum. Anyway, speaking of these Eastern religions and the differences between them and uh, Christianity, that leads me to the New Age movement. New Age thinking has its roots in Eastern mysticism, and it, this thinking talks about having a third eye, which gives spiritual light and so on. One of my favorite authors, Neil T. Anderson, wrote, the New Age movement is not seen as a religion, but a new way to think and understand reality. It's very attractive to the natural man who has become disillusioned with organized religion and Western rationalism. He desires spiritual reality, but he doesn't want to give up materialism, deal with his moral problems, or to come under authority. The New Age movement is a counterfeit philosophy that appeals to the feelings of individuals, leading them to think that they are God and that they can enhance their lives through their own person. The reality is, though, is that we're all born, we all grow up, we live, and then we die. Our bodies don't last forever, and we can never be God or be like a God. We need someone greater than ourselves, someone who can provide forgiveness and eternal spiritual life, which through Jesus' death and resurrection is possible. Read John chapter 3 for more on this. But when you trust in Jesus to be your Lord and Savior, your body may physically die, but you will spend eternity with him in heaven. Your life will be transformed and you will know who you really are, why you're here on this earth, and you'll have safety in knowing where you are going to go after you die. Alrighty, moving right along to Wicca, which is witchcraft, and maybe even Satanism. Yeah, let's talk about that. Wicca is a belief system that came together around the 1940s and 1950s from a variety of religious traditions and beliefs, as well as Freemason rituals. Some Wiccans are polytheistic, meaning that they worship more than one god or goddess. Some pick and choose parts of the Christian doctrine to embrace, while others totally reject Christianity. Most believe in reincarnation. Most Wiccans will deny that Satan is not part of their religion. A lot of people sometimes confuse Wiccans and Satanists. 
But Wiccans generally promote moral relativity. They don't like labels like good and evil or right and wrong. A lot of people are fascinated with Wicca and Wiccans and the use of spells and magic. But not all Wiccans practice witchcraft. But those who do claim to do magic say that magic is to them what prayer is to the Christians. But the difference is, though, that they claim magic is just using their minds to control matter. Or they are appealing themselves to their favourite deity in order to do them a favour. While Christians call upon an omnipotent, omnipresent God to heal people and to intervene and work in their lives. They are really keen to draw parallels between themselves and biblical Christianity for the sake of earning credibility. But if you're worshipping anything besides God, the creator of the universe, then you are guilty of idolatry. Deuteronomy chapter 18 verses 10 to 12 say this, Don't sacrifice your son or your daughter, and don't try to use any kind of magic or witchcraft to tell fortunes or to cast spells or to talk with the spirits of the dead. The Lord is disgusted with anyone who does these things. Bottom line about Wicca is that it's witchcraft and it's a sin and God hates it. But why does he hate it? Because it's an attempt to cut off our dependence on God and get answers apart from him. Sin isn't just a socially disagreeable action. Sin is a decision to disagree with God. It's to rebel against Him. And the Bible makes it very clear that sin equals a spiritual death, which is an eternal separation from God and all the blessings His presence brings. That is literally what hell is, the absence of God's presence. Wicca is nothing more than another lie from Satan. Which leads me to talking about Satanism, actually. A lot of people disagree on what exactly Satanism is. The first Church of Satan popped up around 1966 by a man called Anton LaVey and is a self-proclaimed authority on everything evil. He gave weekly lectures that cost $2 a person. (laughs) Basically, Satanism is the promotion of self. Satanists live for the moment and their creed is gluttony and debauchery. They pledge allegiance to Satan. Some even say that no God or devil exists. They believe that there is no redeemer for them or anyone else, that each person is fully responsible for the path of their own life. Whether Satanists believe in Satan or not is irrelevant to Satan himself because the end result is the same. Their souls are in bondage to him and unless God's grace intervenes, they will experience an eternity in hell. For more on this, I would suggest reading Romans chapter 1 to look more clearly into the heart and motives of a Satanist, as well as 2 Peter chapter 2. Doing a complete turnaround, now we're going to look at atheists, also known as a non-theist. They are people who don't believe in God or gods. In more recent times, atheists have come to mean a person who is actively opposing belief in God and challenges all religion and religious expression. Anti-theist would be a more accurate term though. You've also got this middle ground in between believing in God and not believing in God and that's called agnosticism. Agnostics are those who just admit that they personally have no knowledge of God's existence and those who say it is impossible for anyone to know that God exists. Modern atheism is the philosophy of naturalism and materialism, which makes up a lot of Western society today. They assume that the physical and the natural are all that exists, and that there are no supernatural or spiritual forces at work in the universe. Matter is the only thing that exists, and everything that happens occurs due to a natural cause and effect. However, there are many non-theists that might identify as Christians. They may see value in religious ritual and expression and want to be involved in a church, 
but not to find a relationship with God, but to better relate to other people and to cope with the problems in the world. They might see stories in the Bible as powerful myths and helpful records of religious experiences of those who have gone before us, but not an actual revelation from God. For example, Christmas is the celebration of the time that God entered the human race. But yet, non-theists feel right at home celebrating Christmas anyway. Movies from Hallmark always depict magical, wonderful, mystical happenings on Christmas, but God is nowhere in the movie. Anyway, honestly, there are so many other world religions, I just wouldn't have time to go through them all. But the point of me talking about all of this is that I want to tell you Christianity is not a cult and it isn't the same as any other religion or worldview in the world. And I just wanted to talk about what Christianity is and isn't. There are a lot of confused people out there. Anyway, I hope this episode doesn't come out too long or give anyone a headache. (laughs) I'm sure I definitely got a headache when I did all the research and getting it all together. But anyway, if you found this episode fascinating, insightful, or helpful, or if you have any questions, or if you'd like to be recommended any more resources, I would love to hear about it because I didn't come up with all this information on my own. I did my own research so that I can share it with you guys. Um, You can get in touch with me either on the blog, rachelmelema.tumblr.com forward slash ask, or on any of the social media channels. I'm excited for next week's episode and I really hope that you will enjoy it as well. I hope you have an awesome week wherever you are and I will see you next time. Bye.